he'll tell me no, no. <laughs> don't don't let my doctor know that I have some mommy juice from time to time. <laughs> he what he doesn't he does not need to know. Come I do on. not need Doctor Moore to spank my butt again. <laughs> and that was actually how he did the spinal tap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he spanked a needle into my butt and said it was a spinal tap. And I was like, I don't feel anything. So mm. Mm. That's that mm. purity culture raising for you. A lot of butt stuff early. Yeah. I actually didn't. That's so weird. I think I was like one of the few who was never, ever lucky enough to have someone manipulate me into doing <laughs> anal sex. <laughs> oh I have to. Ch- I actually have to get out of this snuggie. I'm dying immediately. Yeah. Oh, I'm God. sorry. It's the Portland heat, and I'm so funny. It's fine. Also, all of this is staying in the podcast, please. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, please. I feel like this is the best opening yeah. I've had in years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. What up? We. It's Descartes. Paul. <laughs> I'm Jenna, and I'm Danica, and um, we're clearly having a good time. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this week has been, like, utter trash, like, in the world and personally, and mm-hmm. I'm just, like, definitely partaking in my PBR. I'm, like, really, like, I'm, like, present with my PBR. Like, I really feel like I'm taking what is that? in. What does that mean for you? I don't know. I'm just really, like, mm. like, sometimes I think of it as, like, almost as water, and I'm just, like, hydrating myself. But, yeah. like, tonight I'm, like, no, I'm getting buzzed. Well, it's only, like, it's only 5% alcohol, so, like, the other 95 has to be water, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 70% water, like, 30% bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I think some of it's a little bit of piss, but. Yeah. And that's fine. But... I think I'm 70% piss, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, anyway, as you can tell, we've come here ready to party. Um <laughs> Against Dr. Moore's orders. I'm sorry, Dr. Moore. Um, but I'm the, I am the way that I am. Yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't expect you to just, like, give up, like, your podcast. Because, like, frankly, you can't do this podcast sober. No. <laughs> you Literally, have. My you ne- have done it, but you shouldn't. <laughs> no. And it was fine when I did do it sober, but it was like, oh, this week we're deciding to talk about really heavy things, and I'm sober, and this really sucks. Not to say that it's not possible, but <laughs> Dr. Moore does not understand that no. my health and this podcast are directly related, and I have to have something. So, like, Dr. Moore, shut up and let me have a little mommy juice. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I, I mean, it might not be, but we're not going <laughs> to tell Dr. Moore is what I'm saying. Um, what doesn't? What he doesn't know won't kill him. Might kill you. Might kill me. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But it's not going to kill him, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um. So unfortunately, we have some bachelor news to go through this week. Um. Just Jenna, since you're you're the expert on the team, let's walk through this, <laughs> and I will talk about the reasons why I think Colton is a lesbian. Colton. <laughs> <laughs> In Bachelor-related romance news this week, fan favorite Gay Clayton, also known as Colton Underwood, <laughs> got engaged this week to Silver Fox Daddy. I actually forgot to look up his name. Jordan C. Brown or something like that. He's a political dude of some sort. Which maybe. party? Uh, a liberal, shockingly. 
Um, oh, I'm surprised by that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think he even helped with, like, the Hillary campaign. I'm not really sure. Oh, so he's an unsuccessful <laughs> political analyst. <laughs> he is, exactly. Um, perfect for our, our boy, Colton, um, and who's never thought of politics before in his life. Uh, you know, so yeah, I guess they got engaged. Um, Wait, who proposed to who do you know? Oh, I don't. I feel like, I feel like daddy proposed to him, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what I saw. Yeah. That would um, make sense. I'm sure he's the one that has the more money. Well, I don't know. I'm Colton actually going to do that shitty Netflix thing, so. <laughs> you know, I'm going to look this up right now, actually, because it's going to drive me nuts. Um, you know oh. how, like, SEO works where you have to read, like, an entire story and then at the bottom it's, like, it's unknown who proposed to who. Yeah, I kind of think it might be unknown. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just, like, I, I didn't really, you know, I don't really celebrate the man everyone knows that but uh you know gay love you gotta I guess you gotta support that as we're members of the uh eh. alphabet mafia as the straights call us <laughs> oh my god straight people are so annoying they really are to be honest um well apparently he's looking for a really short engagement he's basically just doing bachelor over again no, it's true. I saw somebody comment. They're like, wow, that's a really, like, they've been together for, you know, maybe less than a year. And I was like, we we found this man through The Bachelor. Like, you, people get engaged very quickly. So, are you shocked? And yeah. also, Zanuck was pointing out, he's a lesbian. Yeah. I mean, like, for any straight people listening who we've already insulted by saying that you're annoying... Um, if you're unaware of what the lesbian community is like, it's very much like meet, fall in love immediately. It's very like, it's very 500 days of summer-ish, but like (laughs) Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a woman. And, um, also actually that whole dynamic is right. Cause one of you is just like, let's put a pause on this, but let's go to Ikea together. And then it, it, you move in on accident and then, Either it happens or it doesn't happen. <laughs> but then you remain friends forever. Like, it's... Yeah. Um, and you fuck at least, like, two more times. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. least. At least. Yeah, I don't think we got much information um, about this this engagement, but that's okay, you know? Because I don't really care. I mean, just, like, not to, like spoil everything again like yeah people deserve their happiness whatever but he also did a lot of harm to another person Mm -hmm. and then has reaped the rewards of being america's uh middlest bachelor (laughs) like not hated not beloved but just kind of riding on it Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah you know i it's like funny because i part of me like wanted to be you said you were gonna take your time and grow and learn and go to therapy and then you were like dating this man the entire time but then i reminded that he is gay and i'm like what do i expect like (laughs) also one thing that i think is like really interesting like i i'm not gonna like say that i have like deep knowledge into like colton's dating history since Mm -hmm. he made the documentary or whatever this seems like his first boyfriend yeah so like 
that's just like an interesting mm-hmm. dynamic like mm-hmm. I don't have the like ability to like fully like talk about it because it's none of my business but, yeah, but like, I have feelings about it yeah it's like when you have your first like I mean like if you're going through the process of coming out and you've been with a lot of people of the opposite yeah. sex or gender um and then you like date someone of the same sex or you know like you're just like it's like a lot of feelings and I feel like that's like a huge step and I feel like Colton like because Colton wanted to be married Mm -hmm. so bad I Mm -hmm. feel like he's just kind of taking that to an extreme again maybe almost where it's like I mean, they might be totally in love and they might be perfect for each other. Like, I don't know. That's none of my business. But, like, I mean, what people talk about, like, when you come out later in life, and he's not even that old, but, like, still you come out, like, you know, past your adolescence, you go through a second adolescence for Mm -hmm. many people, you know? And that's not across the board always the case. But for a lot of queers, you go through, like, you know. And so, like, you wouldn't necessarily – it's not always a good idea to marry your first, you know, high school sweetheart, you know? So it's like this man isn't in, in some ways Colton's, you know, high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. If we're being and, really petty about it, you know, so right. it's kind of like, oh, you know. I, I like, I mean, just acknowledging that he's like a very flawed person. Like, I wish the best for him. But like hearing that, like, oh, like, I'm actually marrying my first boyfriend since I came out is just like. Oh, honey. Like, you kind of want to pat him on the head a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, like, truly, you're like, oh, okay, buddy. It's all okay. context removed, you kind of want to just, like, be like, no, 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 no. Make a different <laughs> mistake. Come on. But, but I mean, like, uh, yeah, yeah. do what you will. And, yeah. again, I am not invested in this man's That's fine. relationships, um, so. Yeah. It's, you know, that's it is what it is. I guess congrats. Okay. Well. Good luck, gay Clayton. <laughs> And if you want to know our full feelings about the whole Colton scenario, we have a podcast episode a couple of months ago that talks about his docu-series. So we're keeping it brief just because uh, we tend to go long during <laughs> this particular week of the show. So. Oh, yeah. So true. We get in our feels. Okay. So yeah. next up in Bachelor Nation news, um, Ruggable.com tapped about 20 of men from the last two seasons to sell... A really ugly shag white carpet that you can throw in the washer. And I just thought it was kind of silly and, and, you know, undeserving because men typically have, like, they don't know how to, like, clean things at all. (laughs) I just. (laughs) I'm men and I will not be buying a ruggable rug. But, like, I mean, I just, like, why would you ask men to sell a white rug? You know, like. It's just stain material, basically. It's a, most a, men don't wash their own assholes because they're afraid it's gonna make them gay. And I'm like, they don't need a white rug. Like, we should outlaw this concept. Yeah, I mean, we saw on Colton's documentary that he actually washed his asshole, and that's how he came out. You know, exactly. Like, that's how he knew. So that's how you know? Um, yeah, that was really weird and interesting. I. I think I'm going to save it, though, because there might be a rug in my future somewhere, but I'm just, I don't know. 
It is like weird to see it like all over my feed all of a sudden. Because like, it was all at once. And my, my funny like little like insider joke that I'm not sure if it was a joke or not, but like I you know, I tagged all of the men in the ads and Daddy Michael from Katie's season DM'd me and was like, ha ha ha, and I thought I was special. Deja vu. Oh. And I like was like, I don't know how to react. Um <laughs> Um, how did you react? I did. I laughed at it. And then I said, but also a big eye emoji, like sad emoji thing. Um, and then he laughed at that. So I think it was all a joke. But I do love the the idea that the ruggable people didn't tell a single one of them that they were all like doing it. Right. On Monday. And then they all posted. Like, that's such a funny idea to me. <laughs> that is actually super funny. And <laughs> Really, to just, like, have losers of a show all posting basically the same ad and then realizing none of them are special. (laughs) Excellent work to make men feel like shit. Thank you, Ruggable, for your service. That's so bad. I think that's, like, the weird back-end way to get me to buy a rug from them. (laughs) Yeah. You made 20 men feel like garbage all over again. See, like, I think, like, you mentioned on, like, Instagram, like, Thomas didn't get one. I'm like, Thomas probably said no because he has, like, standards. Like, a girlfriend with money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's good. Also known as standards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's true. I also, like, I did realize this morning. I was like, he's rich. Like, he's a real estate agent who's, like, doing well. <laughs> Guess rich. Yeah, yeah. they're good. <laughs> they they're us. fine. They don't need to sell rugs for a living. I mean, whatever. If you can get money for selling, I can't get money for like jack shit. I can, you know. I think we've had like one advertisement request in our entire podcasting experience. So like, we're as pores, um, no judgment whatsoever. Um, so Jenna and I take notes mm-hmm. every week, as you know, and mm-hmm. like Jenna for like Jenna usually does like the news segment at the top of mm-hmm. like the, our document that we look at together. And she just put Joe in it. And there's been so many Joes that I had no idea who she was talking about. And I just like filled in the notes. I was like, Joe is ugly and boring. Why is this news? Because I thought she was talking about grocery store Joe. And then I realized <laughs> she meant a very serious thing. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm canceling myself. I'm an asshole. I'm an idiot. But, like, honestly, it's the first real laugh I've had the entire week. <laughs> so I, like, really appreciate it. I was like, why is this news? Like, why are we talking about this? Like, he's just, like, boring and weird. But, I mean, all joking aside, yeah. um, <laughs> I do want to give some time to address the Joe Coleman of it all. Because mm-hmm. um, I know, like... I read through it probably a little bit later um, than everyone trigger did. Trigger warning. Yeah. Talk of sexual assault. Yeah. I read through the Reddit post a little bit after everyone did, I think, just because mm-hmm. I was like, I got to make it through the work week and I don't want to, yeah. like, go down this hole. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Jenna, do you want to talk about it a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so a there's been talk on Reddit since the day the photos were released for Michelle's season. Um, that Joe Coleman has, um, you know, uh, there's history of him, you know, sexually assaulting women at, um, the Minneapolis college 
Um, and where the Gophers play, the, the basketball team he was on. Um, and they had just been kind of like, they'll be deleted or just hadn't really come out. A couple months ago, there was like a secondhand account that came out that talked about a friend of theirs getting assaulted by him and how it had been like common knowledge on campus. Like, don't go to that dorm, et cetera, et cetera. And then that didn't really do much. Although Joe started like limiting his comments and things like that because people were talking about it. That was like a little under two months ago. If I'm understanding it right, it wasn't necessarily like just him. And this is not a defense of him, but it was like kind of a culture of like a A group of people or like a certain dorm or certain fraternity or whatever that was just like, don't go there, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, but not, you can't spread that information to every you yeah. know, young college, you know, person. And so, you know, so these stories were coming forward. Um, and then on Tuesday of this week, a um, really detailed graphic firsthand account of a woman who was assaulted by Joe, um, alleged to, um, was posted. And the Reddit moderators, moderators had, like, verified the person's identity in multiple ways. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I feel... I feel pretty trustworthy of that kind of stuff, you know, and like, I, I don't really want to get into politics, but like, just, I really get very caught up in like, how frustrating it is when people say, I, I'm not believing people because they're not coming forward. And then when they come forward, people say, I don't believe you. It's like, so mm-hmm. like, what do you, it, it not, it's never good enough for people, you know? Yeah. Um, But, you know, it was a really really um brave thing for this person to do and I think it really was very triggering for a lot of people myself included everyone saw that this week I was very triggered I have a very similar experience to that like that really like really hit me um because I have down to like the graphic details very similar so it was just really bad but like I just it's so frustrating. And then he like fought with people online that night. Yeah, he was to... being super messy. Yeah, like in like DMs and like in yeah. his comment section, um, just like really invalidating like really everybody yeah. who was like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> you I know? mean, because like, like even if like fucking God forbid for some reason this isn't like true. I really am not, I hate even saying that, but like what, but like he didn't even just be like, sexual assault is bad. Like he's not like, there's like nothing, like it's just like, fuck you guys and like trying to run from it. And I'm like, I just, that gives me like massive red flags, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, I can't believe you're like the kind of person who would like believe some like random Redditor online or whatever. And it's just like. It's like exactly what I was saying a second ago. Like, so, you, like, wait, so people who do come forward, like, you can't believe them? Like, you're we literally perpetuating this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. And I mean, like, I'm just curious to see, like, how, I mean, like, I know that he's friends with people from his season still. I'm curious to see, like, how those relationships evolve, yeah. if they do at all. It's just, like, such a, like, painful thing because I really do like so many people from Michelle's season but Mm -hmm. like I think it's gonna say like a little bit about how much I like follow or like interact with or like trust some of the people involved I mean like the whole it's complicated but his reaction super super sucks yeah exactly yeah I and that's what can I kind of come back to I was like oh there was kind of maybe a way we could have like maybe 
uh, done something with this, but it was like that Accountability is really hard for people. Yeah. And like, yeah. and again, this is like super not a defense of him because like yeah. I, I believe yeah. this person. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like so weird when you get like such a detailed account where they're like, I have receipts, I have like doctor bills, I have mm-hmm. all of this stuff going on. And like anyone who like says anything to him is just like, you're a fucking idiot, like dismissed completely. Um, it just sucks. I mean, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I just really, it just, cause like, I don't know. What do we do? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have the answer for it. I don't know what to do. This culture is really rough and like, what's restorative justice? What's not? I don't know. These women aren't like, I don't, they just want it out there because like the thing is you get like this platform. I saw cause like, like right now there's like a, another kind of like triggering thing happening on TikTok regarding sexual coercion that's also just really bringing up a lot of discourse which is like mm-hmm. tiktok's not the app for that no <laughs> but, but also at the same time i saw a tiktok that was explaining but like the ways in that the reason these two women found this one guy was because of the app you know so like the reason and so like it does bear to have discourse about it yeah. in the in the community to an extent right right um and i don't know what the answer is like accountability or whatever and i'm not even saying anyone should like do anything like you were saying like do we just follow people do we not follow people that's that's up to every individual person's like discretion you know yeah and i think that's all we really can do but i think that more the conversation should be also headed towards the bachelor and what we want from them you know right i'm also (laughs) i'm also confused about like why joe would be so angry at someone coming forward on reddit when reddit is like it can be a totally anonymous app almost like you can create like a new it's not like they're asking for like attention fame anything like that and so it's like what like what are they gaining out of this aside from you having like a platform and them not and which is already like a new a hard like just like you don't want to even say anyone's coming for clout or attention anyway right but if we're going to have that, like, nuanced conversation, this is anonymous, you know, like, what do you, it's so, it's so bat wild. And so, like, there's rumors about how the show was made a, alert of this months ago, et cetera, like, went during filming, during, during, you know, so, and then they didn't do anything. And I just, I guess I want to end this segment, oh, I'll, I'll end it with another thing at the end, but I want to kind of exit out a little bit of, sure. of, um, you know, and I said this on, on our page this week, but. They have a zero tolerance policy for a lot of things when they cast, including body diversity. Mm-hmm. And I'm just asking for a zero tolerance policy when it comes to this kind of stuff. And if it, if that makes you upset to the show that like, oh, well, we could just get messages from everybody for all the guys that we have on. Well, then maybe stop casting like men yeah. <laughs> but like maybe, maybe like find a different way to cast. Like if you're having 50% of your men having... Uh, sexual assault allegations emailed to you then that's a problem you know like i I don't know what to tell you don't make it our problem and the community's problem and the leads problem michelle had to be alone with this man you know yeah i mean like i think there is no shortage of hot dumb people (laughs) in the united states of america or in canada who want to be on tv i mean i mean like I can't imagine, like, the numbers they get in casting, but, I mean, there's got to be hot, crazy people that haven't assaulted someone Mm -hmm. and hot, normal people that haven't assaulted someone Mm -hmm. and just kind of normal dads that haven't assaulted someone, you know, like. Yeah, please. Yeah. 
So just make it so release the photos early enough so people can send you messages and just have a better, a better, you know, um, tracking or better like a, you know, criminal record checks, better like checking into people. And then at, at the bare minimum, don't fucking take a risk on it because you're batting zero. You've not done a good job on being, yeah. let's take, let's roll the dice on this, you know, douchebag. You're not doing a good job. So like, I'm trying to stop. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, a single Bachelorette season where there hasn't been an accusation in the last, like, five years. There hasn't. Like, I, I don't think that that exists. And that's scary and sad. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know that the lead would be in danger just because of how, yeah, of like, how many people are involved in production in the process. But still, I mean, like, that's their life mm-hmm. <laughs> afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. or, like, uh, I don't know. But then also, like, you know, these people get platforms from it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. these people, these men are now going to parties where they're... Exactly where they belong. Yeah. Picking up women who are, you know, so it's like, I don't like that. So, I don't know. That's just my, like, spiel about it. And um, I guess, do you have anything else to say, really? (laughs) No, I just want to say, like, uh, I'm grateful for the women that have come forward and shared mm-hmm. their stories yeah. and um we believe you yeah um and mm-hmm. it's really unfortunate that like instead of trying to take accountability for something that happened in his past he has chosen to kind of just berate anyone who brings it up yeah and avoid that altogether so that sucks but that sucks and then i'll just end up saying that it was really triggering for a lot of people in our in our you know listening group and our dms and our followers and people in the community and just want to say like we all we love you everyone made it through you know i really appreciate the dms we got so many really 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 special moments this week so i don't know in moments like this it's really hard but like it's also really special the connections and like it's i honestly i sometimes like like i want to cry with just like i don't know how we are in such a literal shithole of the world, the, the the television world, the fuck, like everything. But yeah, like the most beautiful beautiful people I've ever talked to in my life. Like some of the truly the most beautiful people. So y'all are beautiful. So thank you for being here. Yes. And take you. care. Do some fucking self-care. <laughs> like listen to the rest of this podcast where we talk. I am so excited about this next joke. I like can't even breathe. Yes, um, <laughs> Girlfriend. Okay, we're gonna go back to whatever the fuck this episode was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically hometown, so we're just Woo! gonna walk through all four mm-hmm. of the women that he goes out with. Get it, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Jenna's got some mm-hmm. Evan Williams over there, so mm-hmm. I know that she's suffering. <laughs> um, we start off with Susie. Mm-hmm. Um, who is just like, I'm gonna make this man go through the most vanilla choke session ever <laughs> captured on television, and I'm like creaming about it. <laughs> Me personally, I would be so into this. Um hit me up, Andrew, <laughs> anytime. <laughs> um so like he also like so they go do like um what did they actually do? They did jujitsu. Yeah, jujitsu, yeah. <clears throat> and 
Um, she kind of introduces him to her coach, the person who's been training her. She feels like super like powerful and good about it, which I was like, hey, like I like this for you. Um, and uh, they show like kind of a move where basically you scoot your butt away from the other person, which is, you know, me and Andrew's ultimate move. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah, you have to keep the butts away from each away other from, completely. If we bo- if we farted at the same time, the world would end. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's apparently called the shrimp. And, like, Susie is... Uh, okay, but, like, to, to Susie's credit, that's really fucking funny. Yeah. When she it's had playing. the best reaction. She was like, <laughs> She was like, ha ha. Um, and, like, so excited to show him about it. So, basically, like, she... I don't know. Clayton says something like, I'll shrimp with Susie any day of the week. And I'm like, okay, so you'll try to pin her while she tries to get away from you? Weirdo. <laughs> like, out of context, I was just, like, so <laughs> gross and weird. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and then, like, if you catch her, do you peel her? Or I don't... Mm, I don't quite trust Feeling, <laughs> Feeling some murder vibes here. Um, <laughs> but we also like true crime here, so... Yeah, that's true. We're all good. Yeah. Um, future episode for Crime and Roses. <laughs> is Clayton actually a serial killer? Uh, yes. I, I kind of can see it. Uh, there's like a little bit of a deadness in his eyes sometimes that it's like, I don't know, it's a little concerning to me. Yeah. Mm. It's it's when he, um, when he exits his body, when he doesn't know how to answer a question. <laughs> he like literally leaves his body. It's like a shell, a like, crustacean of a person when he doesn't know how to answer a question, which is great because this is hometowns week and it's when everybody has questions for him and he's like, nope, abandoning this body and finding a new bigger shell that's like more muscular and harder to get across balance beams, you know? <laughs> that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> the, the cameraman did him so dirty. <laughs> oh my god! Just like this, I was like, "Am I watching um, like Johnny Bravo cartoon?" <laughs> like, he has a Johnny Bravo saying? body. Johnny Bravo body. Oh, that Bravo bod. Oh, too bad he's on ABC. That would be great. Well, get him different... hooked up with Jax, and then we'll fix everything. Oh my god, it would. Um. So yeah, after this jujitsu foreplay um like, <laughs> go to meet up with Susie's family uh, and this is like where Susie lets him know ahead of time that her and, and reminds the audience myself because I was like what the fuck was her trauma yeah, from her trauma? a month ago and it's that her dad has you know unfortunately battling some health issues was kind of close to the brink of death at some point <clears throat> they're real close Jesus Jenna <laughs> <laughs> and um well, this part I can relate to because she says, like, you know, she she really wanted her wants her dad to be able to walk her down the aisle and be there for her. And like that is I literally had that same conversation with my dying dad mm-hmm. um, and he still managed to not show up to my wedding because he was Sister. on hospice. Because he was on hospice. No. I mean- <laughs> okay. That was way too long of a pause. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Um. So my weird. dead dad. <laughs> Thank God I can't leave a review. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. No, but this is true. And this is really, and, you know, she's really ready to commit now. And it's really kind of sweet. She said that she was falling in love with him in Croatia. And so, you know, 
you know, he's, and he's been saying behind the camera, you know, the ITM's like, oh, I'm kind of feeling the same way. And, you know, he assures Susie that he wants to live up to what her dad's are, like his standards of what a man should be, which I hate any kind of language like that. But it's a sweet moment. And you know, for, for Clayton, moment. I'm like, oh, this is sweet, you know. Yeah. I, it's like, oh, you listened. Mm-hmm. Sweet boy, you listened. Mm-hmm. Aw. And then, like, I thought this was, like, kind of an interesting moment because we've had a lot of moments in the past seasons where the lead is like, I don't know if any of you are fucking interested in getting married. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is where I'm at and this is what I want. And I'm scared that none of you are on the same page as me. So she kind of does the opposite where she's, like, she just kind of reiterated because of, like, where her dad is at and where she's at in her life, like, how serious she is. And was like, this is a big deal for me. My dad is sick. Do not fucking waste my time if you're not serious with moving forward with me. Like, I mean, like, obviously, I paraphrase, but, like, (laughs) that was the vibe that I got where she was just like, hey, like, this is really important to me. Like, my dad is super important to me. I want him to see me, like, at this stage in my life. Mm -hmm. And if it's not you, let me go, kind Mm -hmm. of, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, So when they arrive at the house, like, Susie's dad, Tom, pulls her aside to let her know that he like believes his health is improving Mm -hmm. he has you know some tests going on tomorrow and that he like wants to be there for her wedding and this is like one of those like really rare reminders that like all of these people are human beings Mm -hmm. and like uh, marriage isn't important to everyone but it is important to this person and Mm -hmm. this is the reason why it's important to her yeah and so like the whole like please don't just, like, lead me on or, like, waste my time if you don't see anything moving forward because, like, I have this other person in my life that is really, really fucking important to me mm-hmm. that, like, I want to be there for a really, like, milestone event in my life because we're so close. Yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, exactly. And then, like, to maybe even, like, waste an engagement and if it's not going to work out would be kind of right. rough for, for somebody like Susie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she says, uh, she's she's talking with her dad and she's like, I told Clayton today, I was like, my dad is the golden standard for like what I expect a per- in a person and a partner and a man. I think that's why I've been so tough on people in the past. Um, she believes that Clayton can live up to that standard. Mm-hmm. Jenna's making a face. Mm-hmm. I'm also making a face. <laughs> um, but if he doesn't, like, I know that I'm not here for that. Love that. Good for her. I, like, wasn't expecting this out of her. And probably because I didn't watch any of this season, but kept commentating on it anyway. But, like, she's, like, really, like, coming into her own in this episode, like, specifically for me in a way that I don't think I, like, saw in the past again because I wasn't watching. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Daddy Tom goes to sit down with Clayton and he basically just, like, wants to know that, you know, that Susie's really an incredible person and he talks he talks about you know he's like oh I know she's told you about that my illness and she's really been there with me one night she slept in my you know or she's been sleeping with me in my bed for a period of time every night to like be with me in case anything I need anything it's so sweet oh my god mm-hmm. um and uh he says like I'm surprised that no one's nabbed her yet um <laughs> you guys 
on the line. Oh, this language I don't love. But anyway, got her on the line. All you have to do is reel her in like a big Billy Bass mouth guy, I guess. I don't know. That's good stuff. Good language for dads to use. I do love her dad, though. He seems really sweet. Um, Language choice. I don't know. But I thought this was an interesting choice of on Clayton. He said, I couldn't find a yellow flag if I tried. And I I don't even know. I just I just found that very queer. (laughs) What is queer about that? Because like I feel like in our communities, we talk about, you know, flags, green flag, red flag yellow flag yeah. a little bit more than the straights they do yes. too like you know red flags you know but like the fact that he like distinguished it just you know like he brought that into the equation felt yeah interesting. felt I, like you know young of him i was thinking like when i talk about it um i talk about like gray flags where it's mm-hmm. like it could go one way or the other mm-hmm. yellow I'm aware flags, of it you know yellow flags seem like things that like will break the rules but like no one's <laughs> caught it yet <laughs> so like I refer to them as gray flags but yeah I yeah. mean like this is one of the things that makes me think that Susie's like top two but might not be the pick if yeah that makes sense same same because she's expecting something from this man she has a standard yeah and I just and- don't feel like he can get to it and I get I don't think that means he's a bad person I just don't think he can get to that standard. No. I don't think he's too dumb to not realize that. And I think maybe that's why he wouldn't pick her. Because he's, like, smart enough to know, you know. Uh, We really need to get an IQ test for this guy so we can can be right in our predictions. (laughs) Because I feel like we've lost the Bachelor bracket every single season. (laughs) But as I scroll down in our notes, I just see that photo you put. (laughs) Thinking, and I'm like, this man. His thinking face is insane is wild yeah so he talks to the mom um and she's a little bit more to the point a little bit more blunt about it she's just like dude daddy is nice and she's like shut the fuck up do you love her (laughs) she fucking love my daughter yes or no it's no if ands or buts about it and he's like well i'm on the bachelor so i have to lie to you um but his um, lying face (laughs) is so bad you guys like i want to send this like we just have to post this picture even though it's so tiny i'm gonna steal it and make it a meme somehow of it (laughs) well like later on in the notes there's like two pictures back to back where it's like the first one and the second one where he has to think it's wild (laughs) i will say to his credit though and i'm glad you picked up on this too because i felt like even though he was like oh god oh god oh god he didn't he is like honest about Mm -hmm. how he's feeling and he says that he's hasn't He's not in love with her yet. He's not in love with anybody yet. Yeah. He thinks he can get there, but he's being cautious and he can see himself, you know, having a future with each of them. So that was like, that's like a little too honest, but yeah. I do like appreciate it. <laughs> I feel like he's being like really honest with the parents and not necessarily honest with the women that he's <laughs> fucking dating. You psycho. That's weird. <laughs> Why would you tell mommy and daddy and not like the actual people that you're dating, you weirdo? Um, yeah. So he he does say like, yeah, I have really strong feelings for Susie, um, and to fall in love with like to me is very sacred, and I know I'll get there. Mm-hmm. Weird. That's mm-hmm. a weird thing to say. Um, there's a part of me. And also, like, the ums that I'm saying are verbatim. Like, 
there's a part of me that um is trying to make sense of it in my head to be honest with you with the other women around dot 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 I don't want to fall in love with like four people that doesn't make sense why are you saying this to her mom you absolute freak why like I I seriously have I mean like Actually, I find Clayton to be really relatable because when someone asks me a question in the moment, I am a mess. <laughs> I need 25 minutes to come up with a written response. I have a speech writer for myself. Oh my God, um, like, it's, this is just a wild response. And she, like, Susie's mom is awesome because she's a total narc and a gossip, which is women's rights. <laughs> and Happy Women's I, History Month. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Women's History Month. But, like, I super respect it because she's just like, uh, so I, like, talk to this guy. I don't hate him. Carry on with your, you know, whatever the fuck you're doing, but also be cautious. She was like, I came right out and I asked him, are you in love with Susie? He didn't say that he's in love with you. He said he can see that he could get there with you. And I'm just like, yes, tattle. That is the bravest thing you can ever do is tattle as a white woman. she saw the show and yeah. I was like Gabby has got to be wasted right like this is not this is not what she sounds like this cannot be it and like she sent me a tweet that was like this is not Gabby's forever voice right <laughs> <laughs> this can't be she's gonna it can't be she has to go through puberty no this girl is so funny to me she is literally she changes her affectation like every like 20 minutes and it cycles through which one she's using and i'm just like i landed on did you ever watch daria the cartoon yeah people at work called me daria for a long time and i was like i just have bangs idiot yeah and glasses. i just have depression rude 50 year old i just have trust issues um but uh quinn the sister her little group of friends there's one named um fucking i looked it up even 
Uh, and she is, which one? Oh, Tiffany Blumdecker. She just like, hey guys, so today the mall's having a sale on <laughs> barrettes that are butterfly shaped. Let's go to the mall. Mm-hmm. It's like that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but then like, but then Sue or Gabby just like also laughs at like everything she says. Mm-hmm. She is very drunk. I mean, she's just like, we ha- that's it, right? She's that or she's on pills. And I don't care. I just want some. I'm happy for her either way. Yeah. <laughs> I But I'm just like, this is what Crystal was trying to do. And it didn't work for Crystal. Stop. Like there's a voice. It's like a, it's like a sexy baby Marilyn Monroe thing, but just like a little dumb and goofy. And I, respect yeah i respect that yeah. i've been looking for my own this yeah. whole time yeah it hasn't worked i ended up with whiny baby so i mean i went down the wrong path clearly. yeah it's not gonna get you really far um unfortunately. no it got me it got me a fiance but um I he's think not rich worked. and i feel like if you did if you had if you had successfully gotten the baby voice of it all like you could have been with a rich man. <laughs> Dude, boom, roasted. Fuck you, Andrew. You're not rich. I hope he hears this. Thank you for producing our podcast. We don't pay you enough. Thank you. Um, we need to pay you this month. I'm sorry. Happy Women's History Month. <laughs> Happy Women's History Month. Fuck you, Andrew. Um, but so Clayton and Gabby uh, meet up in Colorado, I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, so she's high. Never mind. I was I was wrong about her. Oh, damn! That makes all the sense. Okay. Yes. So Clayton meets up with her in the forest. They get ready to go for a mountain hike. That could never be me. Nope. Um, Gabby basically talks about how there could be bears or other animals. I don't know why every date is so dangerous. Like everyone's just like, I want to fucking beat your ass. Literally every single date, it's like jujitsu. Uh. Maybe get eaten by a bear, uh, <laughs> run for your life over the little, like, just, like, heights, which yeah. are clearly a fear for and him. Then and then alligators. And then alligators and that spider. Oh, my. I forgot about it. God damn it. No. Everyone wants to kill Clayton. Official. Do we blame them? More to come later in the podcast. Um, so she asked Clayton to prepare for a bear attack. She's the bear. He ends up screaming and hugging the bear. So unfortunately, Clayton has passed away. And the rest of the episode is super great. And <laughs> all the girls are just supporting one another. It's really nice. The dads are good. Everyone's good. Oh, oh all the dads behave for the rest of the episode. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, Clayton kind of talks about how he believes Gabby is the funniest woman alive. Um. <laughs> She takes them to a place called Proposal Rock, uh, where two interns that make $15 an hour had to put together a makeshift hot tub. (laughs) If I'm wrong and the hot tub is there all the time, I stand corrected. But also, that's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) So, like... Jenna, like, truly, like, what the fuck? I'm, like, totally imagining that it's up there all the time and it's just full of, like, teenage cum. jizz. Like, exactly. It's full of cum. Absolutely. And, I mean, like, I know that they set it up. But, like, also, like, Jenna, have you, 
like when I was in Portland, someone made me go on a hike, which was first of all criminal. It's an ex-boyfriend that will not be named because I need to stop talking about my ex-boyfriends on this podcast. But like we went on a hike to Bagby yeah. Hot mm-hmm. Springs. Yeah, I've been there. And so it's like, for those of you who haven't been there, there's like, you go on like a one mile hike or something. Mm-hmm. And it's not too bad. I, of course, had to pause, like, five times because I was, like, <sighs> and not in a sexy way, like, in a because I work from home and I don't walk anywhere away. And he was, like, oh, my God, this is, like, basically climbing a flight of stairs. Why yeah. can't you do this? And yeah. I was, like, shut up, bitch. Um, but we went up there, and there's, like, four, like, tubs mm-hmm. that are all, like, kind of private. Yeah. And then there's a couple of, like, big uh like round tubs that are for like groups of people mm-hmm. and you can uh you can put in like river water and you can also put in like hot spring yeah water. it's like yeah so, you're adding in the hot spring and then you throw in buckets of like the cold water mm-hmm. so that it's a temperature that you can go yeah. in without burning yourself it's yes. very fucking hippie portland i mean it's so and it's also like scary that they're letting like normies dictate how hot the water should be yes <laughs> And also, everyone is drinking up there, so, like, everyone is fucked up by the time they get out, because when you go in a hot tub and you're drinking, it's, like, uh, I can barely, like, I'm just gonna roll down the hill back to the car. Um, But, yeah, I went up there one time, and the person that I was with, like, really, really wanted to have sex in the pool, and I was, like... Sir, the seat that I am sitting on is slimy. It is slimy. I remember I phys- I went there like literally 12 years ago and I remember the slime. Yes. It it's is gross. Wood. And it's also wood. there's fun- yes, and there's people everywhere also and like yeah. I don't I don't mind like if other people want to have like sex yeah. in public, I yeah. think you should be respectful of like the people around you's boundaries yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. recognize consent and yeah. whatever, but like people were like trying to like I, I was just like, this is really uncomfortable. I super don't want to do this. And also, like, what are you getting? Like, we're you want me to just sit in your lap and we just kind of, so no one notices what we're doing? Like, it was just bizarre oh, shit. Boy. Like, have you ever, have you ever done that? Because I've had, like, some friends that have had sex in, like, like, water that mm-hmm. is not like purified filtered whatever mm-hmm. i'm just like i don't want to go to the doctor again yeah no it was bad times i did i had sex in the pool that we jumped in like we went in late at night snuck into a pool of a complex and it was I, like my vagina like didn't was not happy with it it was bad times the chlorine the it's yeah. dry it, it's i don't know i'm not a scientist but i'm not sure how my pussy was dry while I was in water. Yes. Having sex. Yeah. If you're a scientist, DM us. Because I'm like, I don't, it just, oh, oh, not You good. can come on the next podcast and talk for like two hours. Because <laughs> like, seriously, vagina never drier than when I am in water. Like, what? <laughs> Fuck. And oh it's weird God. because I feel like I could like queef out water after a bath. But like when I'm having sex in water, I'm just like, No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to like shut the hole. Well, does not work? And so there's in Portland, there's a rent the hot tub by the hour place. Yeah. Inside, and that is work. Like it's 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 more disgusting than I can describe to you. And I did that <laughs> once as well with my ex husband, and we did have sex, but it was private. You're in a room by yourself. Yeah. But uh, it was still bad, and I'm pretty sure my vagina didn't like that either. 
It will never recover. No, I, yeah, that's why I don't really have sex anymore. Um, help. I love that my mom is one room away and she probably heard all of that. I'm never going to recover. Let's get her on the pod next week with the scientist. It's going to be a good yeah. time. <laughs> my mom, the scientist. Um, so basically, they go after this, they meet up with Gabby's family, um, which includes. Some aunts and uncles, um, and my husband, her grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, literally, though, is anyone else thinking what I'm thinking? Grandpa John, senior bachelor? But he loves his wife so much. I just She's don't. dead. I know. Have some respect. Uh, Jenna. <laughs> He's the He's perfect story. He's the perfect story for our senior oh bachelor. God. No, he was like, I will never, like... I didn't expect for anyone or for me to love anyone other than like you and my wife. And I'm just like, that's a weird thing to say, but also that's really sweet. It really is. Grandpa John is the best. He was honestly this entire hometown week, a lot of not fuckable dads and moms. I've normally, there's a lot of fuckable parents. And I is was. Is this something we talk about? No, I just always fuckable think about parents? it. I mean, I think we usually find one or two moms where we're like, yeah. yeah. I just did not have it. The uh, Serene's brother, yes. But um, uh, the, just like the, you know, the parents, I was like, eh, but Grandpa John? He could get it. He could get it. He was wearing like a really cute, like, sweater. He had like the. He had, like, hot old man teacher outfit on. Do you know what I mean? That was cute. Love it. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, aside from being horny for grandpa. <laughs> we won't really be meeting her dad. Clayton won't be meeting her dad, unfortunately, because of COVID, uh, which is still happening, everybody. Uh, oh, did you know? Did you know <laughs> this? Know? Um, because of the dad's partner's wife. She has cancer and... Um, you know, he has to quarantine and be safe. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And I respected that a lot. Um, yeah. But also Gabby seemed really sad about it, which was also sad and real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She she has a good heart-to-heart with her grandpa. And the, the grandpa has one with Clayton. And, you know, his whole goal is to fill up, like, Col- Colton. You wrote Colton. If Colton is a good enough for Gabby, and I can tell you what, Colton's not good enough for Gabby. Listen, <laughs> I wrote Clayton at the beginning of the sentence, and I wrote Colton three times after that. So I'm like, it's been a, like this has been going on since January, and I still haven't learned the lead's name, much less any of the contestants' names. Oh so, my God. Um, so then Grandpa John does this epic move. He's like, he tells Clayton, he says basically, "Hey, don't rush into any of this. Get to know each other. Get to know these women." Um, but just because you're on a reality show doesn't mean you should rush into it. And it's just like, John, it's too late. And then we see like a, like a dot on grandpa's forehead, which is the producer trying to murder him for making the show not happen anymore. (laughs) Thankfully it didn't work. Um, He's also just, like, super funny. Like, he he jokes around with Gabby a lot. He, like, jokes around with Clayton. He's like, oh, Gabby's a fucking dingbat, but, like, she's the best. Mm-hmm. And he's also just like, it's early and I might change my mind about you, which is just, like, <laughs> basically a Democrat's way of saying, I'll get my shotgun. <laughs> um, 
And so, like, when he sits down with Gabby, he's like, I think he's full of shit. Anyone that could possibly <laughs> like you is full of crap. And I'm just like, okay, the first sentence is probably true, though. <laughs> like, a little bit. Um, but he, like, clearly trusts Gabby. And he's like, I know you're going to make the best decision for you. Um, I love you. You know, like, and I was just like, okay, I'm weeping. And I'm yeah. barely paying attention to this show. That's amazing. So cute. Um, but also, like, I wanted to talk about, like, I read this in a an EW or entertainmentweekly.com, like, thing later. Like, remember last week when uh, we saw the preview of Gabby's hometown date um, and, like, the producers edited the clip to make it sound like Grandpa John said, Clayton is not good enough for Gabriella, when, in fact, he said... What I really want to know is enough about Clayton to feel that he was good enough for Gabriella. And I'm just like, remember wow. everyone, like this show is full of fucking shit all the time. Wow. They also changed the like um the the tone of mm-hmm. his joke he's full when of he's shit. like he's full of shit yeah. by like editing out Gabby's like amused response yeah. and making it look like his statement made her cry and she like runs outside because she feels really upset about what but it's John really to run out to see her dad. Oh my she's God. like going out to see her dad because she's like really stoked to see him. And like, yeah, it's just, I mean, like they're doing their jobs, but like take everything with a grain of salt. This show. Because that's really sneaky. It's really sneaky. And I mean, like that's what they sign up for. Like, yeah. the, you know, we've seen like part three of, you know, mm-hmm. like you consent to like <laughs> all the bullshit that we put you through, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it's just like, I don't know, like, really, this whole date was super sweet. Yeah. And, yeah. like, um, she goes out and sees her dad. He says all those emotional, like, love actually things. Um, she goes back in. She's obviously, like, super emotional. She talks with Clayton. She tells him she's, like, falling in love with him. Um, and then. Clayton I don't believe does- it, by the way. I love her. <sighs> And I love, I don't believe her. I don't believe her one second. Not because I don't think she's an honest person. I just don't think she likes him. I mean, would you? No. And so I just, I don't know. I just like, oh, I kind of hope he doesn't pick her because I don't think it's like a love match, you know? Imagine her just saying like, no. (laughs) Though. Like, I mean, that would be a good ending. It would be pretty fun. But he does seem really, really thrilled. Yeah. He looks really happy. That makes me happy uh, because I am I am an idiot and I fall for propaganda all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he, like, this is, like, a moment where he seems genuinely happy. And so it's, like, a little bit of foreshadow. Like, when you're, like, putting all the pieces together, like, who's yeah. he going to pick this episode? It's, like, oh, Gabby's, like, yeah. a shoe-in. Yeah. Because, like, he doesn't make the the Clayton face, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the date was like, flaw- yeah, like there was no downside to it. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. He does like the, I, I might've been waiting on that a little bit. I'm so happy now. I can't stop smiling, which he says to a different person, but he says it in a very different way <laughs> later. <laughs> Speaking of mm-hmm. introduce us to Serene's date. Serene, beautiful Serene. Um, you know, uh, yeah, this whole date. <laughs> These dates are so 
so fucked. <laughs> so it's absolutely a deal breaker for me. They want to do some for me weird, too. Yeah, some weird like fucking uh, outdoor ed stuff mm-hmm. from school. Did you do an outdoor ed course in your school days? Tell like, me about like it. Like an outdoor education thing, we would actually like get on a bus and go like an outside an hour outside of our town to some weird person's farm, and they would have their own makeshift version of this obstacle course made out of like wood and like metal but not at all like what we saw on this day (laughs) which is just like a fucking um american ninja like structure of all these different things you can hold on to and walk on and maybe a slide i couldn't quite tell when i was looking at it again um and you have to go up real high and you have to be like strapped into a harness the entire time and you have to basically just try not to kill yourself (laughs) yeah i mean like honestly if if someone I mean, like, I am not at all trying to give Clayton the benefit of the doubt, but if someone took me on this date, I would dump them, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I can't do that shit at all. I, like, I didn't go through that in, like, elementary. It, our elementary school had, like, a uh, Oregon Trail, which mm. was, we learned how to do, like, make leather things or what. <laughs> like, I don't know why this was. It's Idaho, obviously. Yeah. That's why it happened. <laughs> but, like, literally, like. Have you ever gone on, like, one of those things where, like, the the floor is clear and you're yes. up, like, really, really yes. high in the air yeah. and you eat or you go on, like, a platform or something? Yep. The last time I did that, I was literally, like, crying, shaking, throwing up. Not actually throwing up, but, like, I – my legs were so wobbly I had to, like, crawl back to, like, the actual floor space. I couldn't – I can't do it. That no. makes me sick. Yeah. No, I literally – the one I went to, like, in school was, like, I literally had to walk – Similar to, like, what they did. I had to go across, like, some kind of weird rickety bridge thing really high up in the air as, like, a 10-year-old. <laughs> and I know and they're like, trying to, like, make me brave, but it didn't work. I'm also just, like, thinking about the time that you told me that you went to a fucking, like, water park and someone died yeah. from going down a water slide. Yeah. So, like, you've had so much trauma with, like, heights. Literally. And... Like, no. And then at one of those other camps, I went to it, like, twice. They had to, like, do it or whatever. And there was a rock climbing wall, but it was, like, outside. And so I I was, like, up there, and I was freaking out, and I was getting to the top. And right near my fucking hand was a big spider. And I, like, literally almost just, like, propelled myself off the fucking rock wall. And it's not a fancy rock wall where you have, like... (laughs) You had a spotter, but it wasn't like. Anyway, yeah. So I'm it was another tra- child. Yes, yeah, so I'm pretty traumatized from all of this. Legit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. So, but Serene thinks it's like an overall good experience. Um, you know, which is a kindness because that guy definitely shit his pants. He absolutely shit his pants in front of her. I mean, like, also it happens to the best of us. It does. I was feeling for him. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, so after shitting his own pants and dying, I actually have a video to send you that I think is really funny. Um, he, so Serene like reminds him that he still has to meet her family, which is another shitting his pants moment. She's like, maybe change your pants before. <laughs> um, so she'll be meeting her brother. Um, and literally like while this happened later, but like while Roland was talking and I wasn't like paying attention to what was happening, I was like, I thought it was a commercial that Barack Obama was speaking in, like, literally. And then I, like, saw Crime and Roses tweeted, like, the same exact thing. So I was just like, oh, like, oh my God. he just has that voice. You know, it's very calming. It's very good. 
Yeah, he um, and and very wise person too. Yes, I really liked him. Um, so she or er, uh, Colton is going to meet her mom, her brother, and her best friend. Um, she kind of talked about her parents' divorce mm-hmm. without getting like too super deep into it. Like she said, her parents divorced when she was like two, and that her father wouldn't be there, mm-hmm. but um. She's just, like, a bit more cautious about partners meeting her family and Mm -hmm. a a little bit less, like, trustful of that. Yeah. Sounds like she Um, hasn't brought in somebody home to meet the family in, like, 10 years or something, so. Right. Yeah. It's definitely, like, a big step. And and we see the family's very cautious as well. Mm -hmm. Her mom. As they should be. (laughs) Yeah. Her mom, I could not tell, like, the entire time she's just, like, looking at him, like. This is not good. I don't like any of this. You know, not that this she doesn't guy? like Clayton, but she's just like, I don't right. trust any of this, but also Clayton. Yeah. <laughs> um, so her brother Roland is extremely hot in a way that's unfair to show on television. Mm-hmm. Um, so he takes Clayton aside first. Um, and they're kind of talking about, you know, how he was impressed that Serene felt comfortable enough to tell her about, you know, like, the things that she's gone through, she's mm-hmm. had a lot of loss over mm-hmm. the past, like, few years. Um, and he was just, like, commenting, like, that's, like, still an open wound for, like, her and a mm-hmm. lot of us. So I'm, like, surprised that she mm-hmm. felt comfortable to, like, tell you that kind of thing in such a short period of time. Um, and then he says, do you love her? And then Clayton does the Clayton face. It, like, it's li- it's the same picture. From two different dates. I'm sorry. It's literally like the pulling shit out of his ass face. For real. It's the same same amount of teeth showing. He does that. He shows his teeth in a weird way. When he smiles, he also shows his teeth. He smiles in a way that is like, he has like, like clear like things in between his teeth to keep them open like you're at the dentist yes. you know like you can't like close them out yeah or like those like toe separators yeah, you know literally. when you're like painting your own nails yes um he like i don't know if you saw uh when john mulaney was hosting snl but there was a bit called monkey judge and john mulaney was playing a monkey who was a judge and aren't they all I, right like he, um, there was this part of the skit where they were like, oh, he's smiling. And they were like, no, he's baring his teeth for dominance. And I think that <laughs> might be what Clayton is doing. <laughs> I feel weird when I see him smile, like, really big. I'm yes. like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, it's, I, I am like, everyone who listens to this podcast knows I love teeth. Yeah. But, like, that's too many teeth. Too, it's too, too many. Um, normally, it's just, like, you see a lot up front. Like, we're seeing a lot of his back teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Unless he's making shit up, in which case he only shows his front two teeth somehow. And maybe a couple of bottom teeth. Like, maybe. <laughs> he looks like he's... Like chewing something, but like mid chew, like he stopped mm-hmm. mid chew, and he's thinking about like, oh, am I actually allergic to this? Like the face he's giving is like, yes. oh wait, oh shit, I think I'm actually allergic to yeah, um, eggplant. Like I actually don't think I should be eating this. Or like he has like, like 
his jaws locked for some reason. He's trying to get it to, like, crack, you know? <laughs> he's really focused, and his eyes are, like, and, and both dead. brothers, too. They're both dead, but they're also, like, casted down to, like, the side in a very specific angle that he's doing in both photos. Isn't there, like, a, like a, a, a thing where, like, if you look in a certain direction, it tells people whether you're telling the truth yeah. or lying? Yeah, we should figure that this out. This is in <laughs> lying position. I This is pseudoscience, and I, I don't think it's actually there. But, like, this is lying eyeballs to me. These teeth, these eyeballs are lying. Uh, so he pulled out his favorite word, um, which I shouldn't say that. We, we say it all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, I, um, to tell you the truth, I haven't told anyone that I'm falling in love with them. Foreshadowing for next mm-hmm. week. Um, he, he fumbles and he says, um, I'm not there yet. You know, uh, meanwhile, Serene is in the other room informing her mom that she's already told this man that she is in love with him, which was shock to us all um and a shock to the mother too she's like um it's kind of surprising to hear that you can go there so fast um considering you know she's not one to normally do that in general um serene says that she just uh, her and clayton have a spark when they first met it's just always been like this and then she does one of the most insane things i've ever seen in my time watching this show she pulls out the fucking jar full of battery lights as if it's the most precious gift she's ever been given. Mm-hmm. And shows her mom, see, how could you not love this man? How <laughs> so could you not love this gift from a wedding that I crashed? And the mom starts, like, crying. <laughs> she's just like, wow, that's so special that he remembered your cousin died and a producer gave you a jar of lights. <laughs> so fucking special. You better marry this asshole or I will. Listen, this is the state of men. <laughs> They're so bad that if they give you an Ikea strand of lights, you have to be grateful. In this economy? Yeah. In this economy? Yeah. 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 It's true. Um, Brother Roland sits down with her next and he's like, he gets really emotional and this is like really sweet and he's just like, he's really worried that she'll get hurt and he says, I've seen you hurt before i've stayed up with you till like midnight on the phone with you crying um he's he's crying right now and he's like are you comfortable that he's you know not gonna break your trust and serene admits that like she knows she's taking a risk for falling with clayton but that she's here for it and then i love the brother kind of makes fun of her she's like you know because like she jumped off that weird structure earlier in the day she was like i was scared to do it he's like but you fucking did it and she's like yeah it was really cute (laughs) i love them yeah i love their relationship um so serene ends the night um expressing once again that she's um oh not that she is falling in love with him but that she is in love with him um he kind of has a similar reaction to Gabby, but it's a lot less, like, enthusiastic. It's mm. kind of like the, I love hearing that kind of thing, but, like, with the empty eyeballs, you know? Mm-hmm. That's got to be, like, I mean, like, credit to him. That's got to be so fucking uncomfortable. No, seriously. Yeah. I would, I, that's another reason why we would not be <laughs> We would not be good contestants or leaves. <laughs> We'd be terrible. We're not even good at podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> so tragically 
Well, you know, we're, we're, we're now we have the last day of the night, and it's Rachel. Um, tragically. She, no, but tragically, she has come down with crystal-itis as well, yeah. and now can only speak in baby voice. That's so sad. It's just so sad. I feel bad for her. Like, truly, now she's actually sick, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which does happen even pre-COVID seasons. I want to, you know, I had I had a reaction, of course, but if she, you do get sick, but it is like funny how she's been whispering the entire season, and now she's whispering, but it sounds worse. Mm-hmm. And I poor hate girl, it. poor girl. <laughs> um, but again, like I feel like he has two contestants that have succumbed to crystalitis. Gabby and Rachel, um, and th- this is just sexy baby voice at a whole other level. She's like, oh, I have competition. Time for me to get really fucking sick. <laughs> um, so she takes him on a nightmare date, uh, which is like kayaking or like canoeing in a clear vessel <laughs> in an area with too many fucking wild animals. Um, the, truly the spider that was shown made me run through a glass door. I was like, I have to escape from this viewing experience. It was like the first time I looked up from my phone the whole night and I was like, goodbye. I'm trying to get out of the doggy door. And unfortunately, like I'm very small, but my shoulders are too big. So I got stuck and I just live there now. Um, like, <laughs> the audio sound sounds great from there. Um, truly. Oh god, it was so I I like I'm a huge arachnophobe and it was like not okay. That was <laughs> and, disgusting. And I know that I always go on and on about trigger warnings on the show, but like I swear to God, ABC, I will stop watching if you do that again to me. Like I don't care. You show as much like suicide, sexual assault content you fucking want. You can't do that to me. You are a beast, but also like. Imagine like ABC hearing this and just being like, "This is how we get this bitch to shut the fuck up." Spiders every episode. If it happens again, we know they're listening. Wait, no, like they do the bug content every bloopy, and yeah. they're really trying to get you. Like, if it's spiders only this season, oh we'll know. God, we'll know because it was such a big spider. That was that was fucking disgusting, was and also, okay. I like. Okay, like, so one time at my grandparents' house when I lived there, when I was younger, there was an enormous spider. I'm sorry for people who, like, believe in, like, putting spiders outside. No. But yes, sorry to you. (laughs) This part of the conversation is not for you, and I, I respect you. I appreciate you. It's not me or my family, though. So, like, one time... We lived in a farm, Mm -hmm. so, like, there were spiders all the time. Mm. It was just, like, a part of life. But, like, one time, one of them was right by our front door, and it looked just like that one, and it had babies all over its back. No. And it was fucking disgusting. I'm actually not going to say anymore because it was so disgusting, but, like, How'd you guys get rid of it? No. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's still alive, and it's right behind you! Yes, it is actually. It, that's what my hair is made out of, babies. Um, oh my god! Like I, I know it makes me feel it's itchy. Fucked like, up is I can't. Okay, we have to move on. Um, so yeah, they go canoeing down a fucking 
death. They see a spider the size of a bear, which is what she threatened in the first place. <laughs> they make out a lot, which is even worse than the spider. Like, okay, do you, okay. I feel really uncomfortable about a lot of things. I do not like seeing people kiss. <laughs> that's just a me thing. I'm fully willing to admit that's yep. like a me thing. I don't like seeing it. It's not just this season. It's every season. But seeing them kiss really, really like it. I was like, I want to, I, I again, I want to go out the dog door. Yeah. I don't like his, I don't like the kissing on any season either, truly. Um, but there is usually one couple in the season where you're just like, oh, no, 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 no. This is not, this is actually like next level <laughs> upsetting. <It's, laughs> am I wrong? It's too much licking. Yeah. There's too much tongue. It's like their lips aren't meeting, but they're like, it's like um, when like, uh, well, like when you go to board a plane and it, there's like that, that one thing yeah, where you, where you walk through it to go board the plane. Yeah. That's what their tongues are like in the middle. And it's just like, uh, no, I, I don't like seeing this tongue. Um, uh, also like. Again, just because COVID makes me a little uncomfortable still, I think the idea of kissing people that sound like they are sick from smoking four billion cigarettes is really bonkers yeah, and dangerous. The, yeah, I know. And that's the thing is, I remind myself that before COVID, there would always be one person that would get sick on a season typically, yeah. and then it would still kiss them and then probably spread it. But it made me very anxious this time because of the trauma we've all collectively been in. That I was like, oh, I really don't want him to get everyone else sick. Do you think this is why she was last? (laughs) Oh, my God. Probably. Okay. That actually really. Okay. That makes me almost feel better. I'm like. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. Production did one thing. One thing. You guys are Thanks, producers. And I think Um, they probably thought he might die anyway. Because next up, they fucking make out laying down in the swamp. In an alligator, like, infested waters. I'm sorry. Like, I'm still traumatized. Okay, did you ever hear about this story? It was like two, three years ago. That yeah, I in Florida. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so in Florida, there was this like story that came out of like Disney where someone was staying at a Disney resort and there was an alligator in like a canal, yeah. some sort of water like nearby. Near they're, hotels. Like they're, they're right. near like hotels, but like still. Very close. Yeah. To, like, some sort of body of water where alligators could reside. And, like, they didn't have signs up that was, like, don't play here. Like, don't allow. Like, there was no fence, no nothing. And someone's, like, toddler went over there and got fucking eaten by an alligator. Yeah. And they could not save it. I was, like, I was literally, like, I read it, and I was, like, I have to, like, take an hour off of work. Like, I can't. (laughs) That is so traumatizing and so disgusting. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, like, alligators are going to do what alligators, like, Mm -hmm. they're, you know. Gators going to gate. But the fact that Disney was just, like, oh, who cares? Like, no fences needed. Like, we don't need to protect people. This is just a hotel. It's so wild. And then I also, this whole date sucks for a lot of reasons. That's one of them. And then the other one is like, I just recently watched all of the Jackass movies because I'm an incredible spouse. 
like because the new jackass movie came out oh right um, yeah i can't go see the movie yet because i don't know how my feet are going to react yeah. to like being out for that long but um i hadn't seen all of them yet and actually i found them to be like incredibly delightful actually like okay. yeah i think when we saw that maybe the first two or maybe even just the first. I think it, I think it's worth a rewatch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Some parts of it are really gross. Like there was one part where like Andrew and I couldn't watch it because it was um, Steve-O giving himself paper cuts in between all of his fingers. And I was like, no, that's a boundary for me. <laughs> like I can't do that. Um, that's some saw shit. Yeah. No, that is serious. That's like against the Ge- Geneva Convention. Yeah, like, literally. You can't do that. Um, so... But there's, like, a part where Steve-O is, like, supposed to walk across, like, a tightrope um, where they're in a gator pond. Yeah. And there's, like, 10 or 12 gators or something. And he's, like, only wearing, like, a, a thong or something. <laughs> and they're, like, put the chicken in between your, like, butt cheeks or whatever. And he is, like, supposed to, like, let them come up and, like, snap. Oh, no. And I'm, I'm just, like, no. No, 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 no. I, I can't handle, like, the alligator of it all. I can't do it. Oh. I can't handle the clear canoe. That would make me sick as a person. <laughs> I never want to see what I'm swimming with. Like, dead ever. bodies and shit. Like, you know, like, oh dead bodies in that water. <laughs> I, like, I seriously have, like, a fear of, like, swimming in, like, lakes. Yeah. And, like. Yeah. Because you can't see or that you can see the bottom. I mean, both. I guess that's the thing, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to see any of it. I'm actually afraid of it all. And I if a fish touches me, I will die mm-hmm. on the spot. Mm-hmm. It's just a part of my, like, social contract mm-hmm. as a human being. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I have gone very far off track. <laughs> She's basically doing all of this fear factor shit <laughs> to prepare him to meet her dad, Tony, who is also an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. She's like, listen up, asshole. My dad hates everybody. Um, uh, he's real. He's real. He's never liked a person I brought home or whatever. Uh, he's never liked a person, from, <laughs> is what I gathered from all of that. <laughs> and Clayton's like, uh, I'm scared, but um, he says he he will take the challenge on. You know, to do this. <laughs> sure. sure he is um so they sit down on the couch um rachel talks about her like journey with clayton um papa tony uh is not listening (laughs) at all um he like mentions i'm scared to his wife who seems super delightful (laughs) i don't know what it is about like family dynamics like this where it's just like a dad who is wanting to hold a baseball bat and mom who's just like i love you so much <laughs> da, 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 you know like. <laughs> um, <laughs> so true. um yeah so he, but he's like visibly uncomfortable he's like yeah. shifting in his seat mm-hmm. um she's talking about like all of the like roses she's received like all of the group date things and he's also like probably visibly sweaty you texted this i think today mm-hmm. or last night mm-hmm. and he's just like where in my parenting did i go wrong to have not only a gay son but a daughter who's just like this guy <laughs> <laughs> this guy on tv for me <laughs> you know oh my god 
yeah, so when I found out via TikTok, the brother is gay. I, we love a gay brother. Historically. We do love a gay brother, but they never give good hair advice, and it's just really frustrating. And this one's not going to, because roll back the tape, not good hair. Bad hair. Nope. Um, seems nice or whatever. He goes and talks with, uh, or Rachel. <laughs> He's like, are you fucking sure you want to do this? Um, what are you doing? Which is very, very good of him. How I found out basically is he has a TikTok account and he got to keep, he did a TikTok about how he, um, kept one of the plants that the producers brought over to make their house look more presentable. Oh, that's so fun. Because it's their parents' house, yeah. right? Yeah. But it, like, wasn't pretty enough, so oh, they brought over plants. Oh, my God. And so he kept it, and it was, it was a funny TikTok. Um, okay. I'm signing my mom up for Senior Bachelor so I can get <laughs> free merch from the Bachelor <laughs> franchise. Um, he's like, how do you feel about this fantasy suites that are coming out? There's still other people involved. You know, you wouldn't want your man to have sex with all of them, would you? Uh, no, that's me projecting... Uh, well, actually, he does say you don't want to be played, right? And then Rachel says that she just has to push thoughts of the other woman out of her mind. Rachel says, listen, I got sick early so that he couldn't be with anyone mm-hmm. else the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And it works, yeah, I fine. think. <laughs> um, so in another room, her friend Sam uh, tells Clayton that she weren't. Is this right? Mm. I don't know. Uh, Basically, (laughs) Sam reminds the bachelor that as Italians, we're very protective, especially Tony, who doesn't like anybody. (laughs) And, you know, as, you know, a person who's watched Real Housewives of New Jersey a thousand times and will never stop. And it's the best show I've ever seen in my life. And I wish this podcast were about Real Housewives of New Jersey. I agree. Um, (laughs) So eventually, like, Dad Tony kicks things off by asking Clayton what he knows about Rachel, her life, her dreams, like, what she wants to do in the real world. Mm -hmm. Clayton says he loves how passionate Rachel is about becoming a pilot. Um, Dad is just like, if she wants to work in Europe for a year, what would that do to you guys in your relationship? And Clayton, like, for once, isn't making the Clayton face. He's Mm -hmm. like, I've thought about this. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll move. I'll go wherever it makes sense to go. Mm -hmm. So, I'm feeling some vibes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. We have a contender. And I just realized in this moment what I think I, the one actual genuine thing I can say currently that I like about Clayton is that with all of these people... He has not made it all about him so far. Mm. In like previous seasons, it's like, I like the way your daughter makes me feel. Mm. She makes me a better man. And I think that's like an immature um, indicator for men. Not like that they're monsters, but that, that there's some maturity that needs to happen. Yeah. But he's talking about all of their qualities so right. far that we've seen. And I like that. So good job, you to say you like something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I will regret it, I'm sure, next week. <laughs> um, so that's well and good, but Tony's still like, eh, there's three other women. Uh, Clayton doesn't sugarcoat it. He knows that he's going to have to hurt some people before he gets to the end of this journey, and it makes him sick. Still, he says that like he can see a future with Rachel, and that 
he has imagined proposing to her. So, I mean, who knows if he said that at other dates and they didn't show us, but they're showing us say, him saying it now, which is an indicator of something. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have a crystal ball, but, uh, you know, Tony takes it all in and he says he can't offer him a blessing, but that after he talks to Rachel, if he gets a really good vibe from what they've said, I will shake your, when you leave, I will shake your hand and pat you on the arm. What a, like, such a, like, man thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What would you do? What would your move be? Uh, grasp the balls gently. Yeah. You know, just a little. Cradle. Yeah, make sure you give me a good son, you know, <laughs> from this. It's, wor- it's worse. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah, arguably worse than the arm pat, but, you know, I'm never yeah. promised to be better than the people I talk shit about. And that's what I want everyone to remember when they are on our Instagram. When I go crazy, I've never promised that I was a good person. No, I'm not like other women. I'm worse. Thank you. Is our motto, I think. Um, also, we talk about teeth. Yeah, we should change our we should change our thing. Um, so yeah, so. Rachel's like she has lots of good things to say about Clayton, and but like, of course, um, you know, when we were in Croatia, I did tell him I was falling in love with him, and I really am. But Dad's like, he 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 does like the rock eyebrow but with both eyebrows at the same time so it's just like are you fucking kidding i mean like obviously that's just raising your eyebrows i don't know why i said it like that but like (laughs) he was just like uh there's like a a crazy ex-girlfriend song Mm -hmm. that's like you ruined everything you stupid bitch and it's just like I, I think he did the second half, which is just like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> like, I erased this person. Oh, but. Um, and then, so. But actually, like. Uh, I kind of wanted a dad all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like, I want a protective figure. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've ever requested this. Wow. I, yeah, that's really actually very powerful for you. Like, I, I don't want mine. No. I just want a, a dad. Yeah, no, no, I know yeah. exactly what you meant. Because <laughs> he is, he is, it turns out he's kind of a sweet guy. He's like the equivalent of like a, a Rottweiler or a pit bull where you mm-hmm. think they're mean and then they're just big old sweeties. Mm-hmm. Like when you get to know them or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so basically he's talking to Rachel and he's like, I thought he was very nice. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm only afraid of you getting hurt. But if he's what you want, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. And then um, when Clayton gets ready to leave, he gives the ceremonial like pat on the shoulder, <laughs> shakes the hand. And then they make out again, unfortunately. Um, I wish dad could have seen it so he could just like rip them apart. <laughs> It doesn't need to happen like this. It's so gross. You're still on my property. (laughs) I just, like, I don't hate them together. I just, like, I I never want to see it again. Never again. Could they just do it differently, please? Or just, like, off camera. Like, can can I just see him, like, holding her and the kissing is, like, right off camera? Or just, like, I want the back of their heads visible. Like, I I just don't ever want the side Mm -hmm. view again. Yeah, from the back, yeah. Because or from, like, a lip- distance. Like, maybe the cameraman's, like... Maybe the cameraman is in a different country. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, like, I literally just can't. 
see the licking again. It's really upsetting to me. Like, I don't know, like, what are they, like, are their mouths too far apart? Like, where they have to do that Brit? Like, I just don't know. It really makes me sick, though. Ooh. But intimacy makes me sick. (laughs) (laughs) So we get the rose ceremony. And ceremony. (laughs) Um, Clayton's starting to, you know, it's starting to come, starting to hit him a little bit. He's like, you almost wish the feelings weren't as strong. So it'd be easier to cut ties. And he starts going on these, like, things about how he's just, like, can't figure it out. And I, for a second, thought he was going to keep all four. Like, there was a minute where I was kind of like, is he going to, like, ask Jesse Palmer to, like, keep all of them? Because he was, like, saying all this stuff. Like, I can't. He was like, I'm really now. Like, I took this week. It took going to the hometowns to now have that start to happen. And I was like, dude, no, you can't fuck all four of them. You can only fuck three of them. But, um, yeah, he says, you know, he's falling for them, but all in different capacities. Um, Jesse just opens his eyes wider than I've ever seen them before. I don't know what he's doing. He has, like, he has Sleepy Joe eyes, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just cutting out, just being an asshole. <laughs> um, but, like, I mean, like, Jenna, when we went into it, like, did you have an idea of who was going, like, no, because I think we all had the same idea. The thing maybe. is, I missed that key thing that you mentioned about Serene. I wasn't paying attention in that moment. And so had I been paying attention to his reaction to her saying I love you in the end, I would have mm-hmm. figured it out. But I kind of for some reason thought Serene would make it through and I, that he would. Who are you thinking was going to go home? Gabby. That like while he had a good connection, like again, I just don't see it from her. And I kind of thought maybe like he would see that. Like he would just like realize like I have a goofy fun time with her but like you know yeah i don't know but then now in hindsight it was like oh yeah and the fact that then he's like gives Susie a rose and then he gives Gabby the rose i was like okay well now i know what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> there's no way rachel's going yeah 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 so yeah that's what <sighs> happens serena serena sent home um they they go outside to do their little talk and she's a badass about it she's just like I don't know. It's some of the same stuff we always hear, but she's just like, what changed? But I kind of liked how, like, serious she was. (laughs) I was kind of like, I feel like she's really, I mean, like, she shared a lot of trauma with Mm -hmm. him. And so I feel like she is probably pretty good at compartmentalizing and just not... Mm -hmm this is not like a criticism at all like I kind of do the same thing where it's just like when I need to be or when I feel like I need to be like safe or yeah like when I'm trying to like protect my own feelings Mm -hmm. and everything Mm -hmm. I can hold it until Mm -hmm. I'm like by myself Mm -hmm. so I feel like she was able to compartmentalize like Mm -hmm. all of those feelings ask the questions she needed to ask and then just kind of shut down and that sounds like a shitty thing to say but like it's the only way I can think of to describe it I liked it I liked that she kind of got whatever answer it was and she's like okay all right bye 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 so yeah she gets in the car and then she looks stunning and drives away and we will see what happens I don't know Serene for Bachelor that's 
perhaps or I'm like, or queen of pip bip i mean i don't know i can see her doing very well in paradise same so. um i think like i am happy that she gets to kind of avoid the mess yes wow yeah yeah not that the other women don't deserve to avoid the mess. No, no, but, certainly. But. but she especially deserves to avoid the mess. <laughs> no, like, truly, like, they're all, like, way too good for him. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but she, I, yeah, I definitely don't want that for her. I don't want what's coming no. up next to happen for her, for sure. No, that's a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we get a preview for, you know, um, the coming weeks. They keep Two adding. Two episodes. I know. I was not paying attention and then I was reminded of that and I'm very mad. <laughs> it makes me sick. We could talk off pod about how we want to do that again. Um, but God, fuck me. Um, but what I'm liking is they keep adding in these new little scenes to the end, you know, and I can't remember what they added this time that got me kind of tripped up, but it's getting, it's getting kind of intense. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh the, the new thing that was added was Rachel saying, I didn't think I'd have to ask my person to not have sex with other women. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be dramatic. Wow. It's going to be dramatic. Um, and then, yeah, we find out that on Monday will be the Women Tell All. And Tuesday will be Fantasy Suites, um, which will be the beginning of the end. Um, I don't think we'll get all of the drama that, that you know, Fantasy Suites. It's going to be probably the next episode. But, mm-hmm. um, Yeah. I guess um, we're doing it. We're doing the damn thing. We're doing the damn thing. <laughs> oh my god! Are you excited? No. Fair. Am I ever excited for women tell all? Like no, in the moment, but actually, like I kind of like revel in it. Like yeah. a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't enjoy two episodes in a week. No. It really actually pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. It's, like, weird getting off work at, like, five or whatever, mm-hmm. and then just, like, two hours later, it's, like, okay, work, and then Friday, it's, like, okay, watch it again, because you didn't pay attention. Good <laughs> <Good> work. <laughs> and then be two hours late oh, for the yeah. podcast. No, it's how it is. Yeah, maybe we'll do something. I don't know. Again, I don't think we always have to recap that. I don't know what to do about it. This one will be, I do think that this one, Women Tell All, will be definitely interesting. To say if the it least. is, if it is all about the shrimp controversy, I'm sorry, we're not covering. We're not it. covering. Um, <laughs> I have, I surprisingly enough, I have a life and only one, one precious life, and I'm not going to talk about fucking shrimp anymore. Even though I skipped most of the shrimp episodes this season, I, know, I was the one that had the fucking. <laughs> I know. And I want you to skip that for your I own one beautiful, <laughs> tragic life, too. Um, oh. Yeah, we'll see how next week goes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have fun. We'll have a good, yeah, we'll have a silly, goofy time, y'all. Because that's what we do here at Date Card Pod. Uh, thank you so much for being here, as usual. Um, thanks to the new Patreon subscribers that subscribed this week. We got a couple, which is great. Thank you all so oh, much. Sick. Um, couple good oh. reviews. Go ahead, Dan. Thank you, Taryn, for recognizing me out in the wild and oh, being yes. like, "Yeah, last week I went out to a show. Congratulations to me for yeah. walking a little bit." But like, I went to a show last week. Andrew and I were sitting down at a booth by ourselves, and then a person came up to me and was like, "Hey, are you Danica?" And I was like, 
Yes. And she was like, my name's Tara and I listen to your podcast all the time when you've made, you know, like it was, it was very cute. We connected on Instagram after we took a picture. We sent it to Jenna. It was so cute. It like lifted my spirits up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Taryn, for like making my day, week, month, year, etc. Oh, that's so Um, sweet. I love when that happens. I keep forgetting like how small mm -hmm. like the community is because like that's happened to you in Portland before Mm -hmm. too. Like Mm -hmm. people will like, will be like, see you on the street and be like hey i love your podcast yeah, i'm like what the fuck what the um i'm just like walking the babies <laughs> literally this is so oh my god thanks um it's so cute but like the, i also did like happen in boise like i was like oh that's so fucking cute and you're at the same show like oh my god i love that boise is really small so and this is i mean i'm from here so mm-hmm. it's happened before but it to, to for it to be specifically about the podcast mm-hmm. was just like a warm moment mm-hmm. for me so yeah so cute cute um dm us if so i i told you need to dm me taryn so that i know which username oh, you are tell, okay yeah I you can tell, tell me you. later so i can i want to post the photo or something um and i want to see also what kind of dms you and i have <laughs> <laughs> if they're as crazy. Um, but I guess she also recognized Andrew's laugh, which was really adorable. Yes. Yeah. She said, I was like wondering if it was you. And then I heard Andrew laughing. And I was just like, that is perfect. Andrew, I mean, like. He's the best laugh. You said that a couple of weeks ago. He has like, he's the, best, the laugh. best laugh. It's like one of my favorite things about him. Mm-hmm. Like not to be too mushy on the pod, mm-hmm. but like. He, he has such a great and wonderful laugh and it's very contagious and like wonderful and he does it a lot and it just makes me feel like really warm and cozy so, so. well and speaking of which we got two new reviews i wanted to shout on the pod the most recent one i live for the episodes with andrew <laughs> okay so next week when i don't want to do it i'm just gonna put andrew on the podcast that's it. He's he's replacing me. I'm tired. Honestly, um, I have him take over for both of us. Um, and then another one we got in, um, which says my comfort podcast. And Aww. the review says I've been listening to all the old episodes. I am so sorry. I am um, sick about that. Actually, <laughs> starting with Hannah's season, and it just I just love them so much brings me so much comfort so thank you so much for that review you're so sweet then we got a bad one from some idiot who probably is a trumper um oh god <laughs> i haven't looked in a while for my own mental health but now i'm gonna be like obsessed no no what did it say it says a ton of filler not much in way of substance lackluster recaps and commentary excuse you what we li- Okay. First of all, we get a lot of commentary, but also that's why people listen to it for like our like tangents and stuff. I mean, I hope so. If they're expecting content, I'm out. No, they love it. Um, Like, listen, assholes. Like, you can get basic ass commentary and recaps from no less than twenty other Bachelor podcasts that are out there. We bring the poop jokes. We bring the. Um, sexist jokes about women from women. Where else are you going to get that from? <laughs> Listen, this is how we get the, um, yeah, the Trumpers back in. Yeah, exactly. Sexist jokes about women and gays. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, drop us a review. And if you're nasty like that, we love you. Bye. Wait, actually, oh. only drop a review if you're nice. Okay, fair. Yeah. And uh, fuck you if, if you're not going. <laughs> love you. Bye. bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Date Card Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Date Card Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye! Bye. Oh, hello. It's me, the ghost who haunts your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below. <laughs>